It's M.E.D. Monday! Today, learning good things from losing poker hands. Everybody studies on Monday! So welcome to the 44th Minimum Effective Dose Monday episode. I've got a really good one today, poker mindset related. The article is called Seriously Good Losing, and it was written by my buddy Mark Warner over there at ExceptionalPoker.com. The article was published just a few weeks ago, November 21st, 2018, and I am telling you, it is a good one. So we're going to dive into it really soon, but after I read the article to you, I'm going to give you two different things. The first is the minimum effective dose idea. Now, this is the critical concept that you must take away and apply to your poker game and to your studies. The second thing I'll give you is the minimum effective dose action. That is the one thing that you must do this week to step into action and boost your poker to the next level. So let's get right to it. Some words of wisdom from Mark Warner. Seriously good losing. Here's a quote from Bill Gates. It's fine to celebrate success, but it's more important to heed the lessons of failure. Now for the article. If you've paid attention even a little bit to this blog, you know that there are two ways to win a poker hand. Showdown the best hand at the river, or get everyone else to fold before you get to showdown. But there's a flip side to winning poker hands. Losing them. There are three fundamental means by which we can lose a poker hand. Number one, bad beats. Number two, bad cards. And number three, bad play. And more importantly, there are good and powerful things that can arise from losing in each of these ways. Seriously, let me explain. Number one, losing by bad beat. The definition of a bad beat is a hand in which you get your money in well ahead but then the bad guy gets lucky somehow and wins. These are also frequently called suckouts. At the time they happen to you, you know exactly why this is so. They suck. They sting. They make you shake your head, utter obscenities, and maybe even want to punch someone. You have pocket aces. The villain has king-queen offsuit. All the money goes into the middle pre-flop. You're an 87% favorite to win the hand? Ah, but then the bad guy goes runner-runner for two pair and your aces go up in flames. Congratulations, you've just suffered a bad beat. You should be happy. And yes, I am serious. Remember, the results of an individual poker hand do not matter. We call this RDM for results don't matter. What does matter in a poker hand is whether you make good decisions or not. What matters is whether you get your money in good or whether you fold correctly. In the example above, the villain clearly made a big mistake getting all of his money in preflop with king-queen offsuit against your pocket aces. You, in contrast, clearly made an excellent decision. That's all you can do in poker. Make good decisions over and over again. If you do this, I promise you that you'll make a ton of money at this game. And yes, I also promise you that you'll occasionally lose to ugly suckouts. And at the moment one of these bad beats happens, you may feel that you suffered an injustice. Okay, fine. Let that moment come and go. Then I want you to remember something vitally important. You played the hand correctly. You did everything you were supposed to do. 
Daniel Negreanu himself could not have played the hand any better than you. In the long run, you've won. Smile, you've had a bad beat. It may sting a bit, but it really is a good thing. It's literal proof that you are playing the game well. Number two, losing by bad cards. Sometimes in poker, we get dealt a really strong hand, but our opponent gets an even stronger one. For example, you might look down and see pocket kings pre-flop. We manage to get all our money into the middle pre-flop. We turn over our hand, only to discover the bad guy has pocket aces. The flop, turn, and river don't help, and we lose. This, my friends, is known as a cooler. Neither opponent made a mistake in the hand. In fact, we both played our hands correctly. We just got unlucky to run into rockets when we held kings. That's poker, my friend. Embrace the loss. It's a good thing. And yes, once again, I'm serious. Losing via a cooler means absolutely nothing to your bankroll in the long run. It's just part of the long-term nature of poker. The next time you will have pocket aces and the other guy, he will have pocket kings and you'll win the pot. You'll make no money and you'll lose no money over time because of coolers. All the times you flop a set that loses to a bigger set will be offset by the reverse situation in the future. All the coolers in poker even out eventually. They add and subtract exactly a big fat zero from your bankroll. Zero, nada, zip, null, nothing. Coolers are meaningless in the long run to your bankroll. Every time you lose or win with a cooler, take a moment to remind yourself that individual results mean nothing to you. You're a machine, impervious to the vagaries of short-run luck. What matters, what only matters, is that you played your hand optimally and that you made good decisions. Coolers are the reminder of how poker works and of how consistent winners win. Number three, losing by bad play. Now we come to the third and worst way to lose a poker hand, bad play. To illustrate this, let's return to the bad beat example above, but this time, let's turn the situation around. We're the ones holding king-queen offsuit, and we make a terrible read and end up getting all of our stack into the middle preflop against the villain's pocket aces. This time, however, the worst hand does not win via a suckout, and we lose our entire stack. This can actually be a good thing. And yes, once again, I'm serious. Losing due to bad play happens. A lot. Making mistakes is common. Big errors happen to even the best of poker players. But what separates the pros from the mere mortals of the game is that they learn from their mistakes. The better players take time after sessions to review their losing hands and figure out what they did wrong. They strive to understand where they misread their opponent. They recalculate and rerun the math. They review their decisions. They reevaluate their bet sizing. They ask themselves, honestly, whether they were tilting. They don't walk away from the tables angry at their mistakes. They look forward to learning from them. They get better. They improve, which makes them stronger in the long run. Working on your game to improve is fundamental to poker. It sounds trite, but it's absolutely true. This is a game that takes minutes to learn, but a lifetime to master. And to master it, you have to work at it, which means reviewing all the things you do wrong and striving to ensure they never happen again. This is the path to poker mastery. This is the path to enlightenment on the felt. This is the path to lots of money. Seriously. Wow, beautiful. Right off the bat. He delivers on the goods. Look at him pump up this crowd. 
This man's gonna win a lot of political offices when his career's over. A great role model for America's kids. Now that was a seriously, to borrow a word from Mark there, a seriously good article. Thank you so much, Mark, for writing it. I'm sure that all of you, I mean, maybe you've never thought that those are the three ways that you really do lose hands, and it makes total sense. I love how we laid it out from the from the bad beat aspect to the you were dealt a good hand, but your opponent just happened to have a better hand to the final one of you made a boneheaded mistake, but now you've got to learn from it. I really love that. So now here is the MED idea that I took away from this episode. Now, the idea is a new strategy to deal with mistakes. Here it is. Make mistakes, review and learn, implement new strategies, and improve. This is how you will separate yourself from the rest of the poker pack. And here's the MED action. Create a hand tag called mistake and use it in every session that you play this week. After each play session, review the tagged hands and your biggest losing hands. Make a record of the mistakes you made with the number of instances. The mistake that you made most frequently will be the focus of your next play session. Alrighty, thank you so much for listening today. And once again, thank you to Mark Warner and ExceptionalPoker.com for writing such a great mindset article. I really love that. Flip the script on those bad beats and those bad plays and those bad hands and instead take it as a learning opportunity. Um, Please visit ExceptionalPoker.com and in the sidebar, make sure you sign up for his weekly newsletter. Really good stuff. He's constantly putting out articles and videos. He is a great uh, source of learning for sure. And also let him know that I sent you his way if it's his fir- if it's your first time learning about mark his twitter is at bugzilla b-u-g-g-zilla you can listen to this and every other med monday episode by visiting www.smartpokerstudy.com slash med monday and please send me those questions via email sky at smartpokerstudy.com and i love that patreon support just go to patreon.com slash smartpokerstudy And later this week in episode 215, I'm going to play for you a little interview I had with Steve Fredland from the Rec Poker Podcast. Until next time, apply the MED idea to the rest of your game and practice the MED action all week long.